0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kasherman. This is our weekly Royals chat. And as we do each week, let's bring in Jeffrey Flanagan. Jeffrey, uh, things have improved for the Royals since we last spoke. Uh, as of this recording, going into Tuesday, they've won six of their last eight. Uh, Pitching staff actually has a 2.64 ERA in that span. Obviously, the bullpen has been dynamite, but the starting group has improved as well. And, uh, you know, we talked about this last week when it was kind of in the midst of the shuffle, but now uh, Dylan G. and and Danny Duffy have each made a couple of starts. What have have been your impressions of uh, of what they've brought to the rotation picture?
1: Well, both of them, I think, are giving uh, Ned exactly what he wants is just, you know, give him – you know, some innings and, and keep them in a game. And um, Danny's still being stretched out, of course. And uh, I think he got up to 65 pitches his last timing. But, you know, in, in two short – I don't know if you want to call them starts or whatever they are, but in two stints, he's uh, not allowed to run yet. So they've been pretty pleased with him. And Dylan G. pretty much the same story. Uh, he's fished well, you know, five or six innings into the game and kept him in it. And really that's all they want out of their number four, number five starters. So uh, very uh, – from the Ned Yeo's standpoint, very pleased with those guys right now. And, and maybe some interesting decisions to make down the road when uh, Chris Young comes off the DL and Chris Medlin comes off the DL. Um, if these guys continue to
0: perform, it's going to be kind
1: of hard to bump them out of the rotation. Yeah,
0: uh, that's the uh, the downside to death is uh, it leads to some tough decisions, and uh, that's something that uh, is going to come down the road in a couple of weeks. But for now, uh, Ned's got some tough decisions in the lineup. Bone in his wrist, uh, just as the Rose got Mike Moustakas off the DL. Gordon bumps into him, and, and this happens. Uh, what does this mean for the outfield uh, on a daily basis? How do you expect the lineup to shake up? Well, Gerard Dyson uh, filled in
1: uh, for for Alex uh, uh, when he got hurt before, and, and uh, in the past, and, and he can play a solid left field, and probably see a lot of him out there. Maybe mixed in a little bit with Whit Merrifield, uh, who's been a nice little surprise too, since he got called up and. Paulo Orlando, of course, you know. I think we can, you know, safely say now is, is the greatest history, hitter in the, in Royals history because he's just absolutely on fire. Um, he's got his overall average up to 400, and he's on some crazy string where he's 15 out of his last 26, and and even even his outs are pretty loud too. So uh, I, I suspect he'll hang on to the right field job for for a while to come here, and and uh, just playing really well all around baseball too. He's running the bases very well. And, and making some decent plays in the outfield, so I think without Alex uh, Gordon around, they'll, they'll just hang on with what they got. I don't necessarily anticipate a big, you know, trade or anything like that here in the middle of May, but uh, you never know. And uh, you know, Dayton's obviously uh, been working the phones just to see what's out there, but uh, for now, I think they'll get by uh, internally.
0: Yeah, follow Orlando uh, as you said, the greatest hitter in Royals history. That's only because Balbino uh, Flynn Mayer has not yet made it to the big league. Right. You know, Orlando is hitting 577-15 uh, for his last 26 with nine RBI during a seven-game hitting streak going into Tuesday. So he's playing very well. What do they make of Gordon's struggles? I mean, obviously, he's, he's hurt right now. He's on the shelf for a while. But prior to that, was hitting 211 with just four homers and 10 RBI. Um, you know, what is, is, there, is there a greater concern there uh, in, in the big picture over the way Gordon started the season?
1: Well, I mean, we've seen this with Alex Throughout his career, well, he'll go into these two or three week funks where it looks like he'll never get another base hit again. And but they've always been followed up by you know two or three weeks of just you know a crazed hitting. Uh, and we haven't seen that yet out of Alex uh, this season. So there, yeah, there is a little bit of concern. Uh, there's been a concern with Kendris Morales too, and uh, they've just been kind of <clears throat> excuse me waiting for those two guys to get them going, get the offense going, and uh, they were able to you know bang out 17 hits last night, but uh, for the most part, uh, you know, they've been winning with uh, their formula of, you know, good starting pitching, good bullpen and defense, and, and a few timely hits. But uh, with Alex, you know, yeah, those numbers are not very pretty. Uh, you know, maybe he's pressing a little bit with the new contract. Um, and maybe, you know, you know, I talked to a couple uh, Royals officials, and maybe this injury is never good, but maybe it's kind of a blessing in disguise that he can just kind of sit back for three or four weeks now and, you know, take a deep breath and then come back with a fresh start and uh, be the Alex Gordon type of
0: hitter that they've, they're accustomed to seeing. Yeah, I remember last year there was uh, maybe not panic, but it certainly worry when they lost Gordon for what turned out to be uh, two months, July and August, uh, with the strained groin. And they managed to go 31-17 and 17 in his absence. So we'll see if uh, they can uh, have similar success, uh, Sands Gordon here in 2016. Uh, Jeffrey, we talked about Lorenzo Cain kind of uh, catching fire elsewhere in the outfield. But, um, you know, I don't know. if, And there was some expectation when he, when he struggled out the shoot that, you know, he was going to get back to being a, uh, a high-caliber player for them. But I don't know that anybody expects him to raise uh, his numbers as quickly as he has. He's at three forty four over his last 22 games. He's raised his batting average from two oh three to 280. That's in a basically a three-week stretch. That's a pretty significant jump, uh, even though it is early. I mean, that's still pretty significant for for a May jump. Uh, what have you seen from Kane here
1: the last few weeks? Actually, I, what I've seen is that mainly just the the balls are starting to fall in now. Um, yeah. During his uh, his bad stretch there, you know, his uh, his exit velocity was something like the highest on the team, so he was hitting a lot of hard outs. Uh, you know, and I, I think we quoted that stat last week where there was a stretch where he had hit 14 balls with an exit velocity of over 100 miles an hour, and only four were hits, which is just crazy bad, and uh, now those hits are starting to fall in, Um, he's feeling a lot more confident and comfortable now that they are, and uh, you're seeing him, even on a a day where maybe he doesn't feel like he's got a good matchup with a pitcher, he still manages to somehow, you know, get one hit, you know, scratch out a hit somewhere, and uh, he's, he's hitting the ball a little bit more to right field. He's, he's finding the what we call the low cane triangle, which is, you know, that little spot in right center field uh, beyond second base and uh, between the outfielders. And um, he's finding that spot, and that's where he gets a lot of hits. And uh, so that's that's one principal reason why his, his average is, is starting to dart up. And uh, uh, we're seeing the power numbers, you know, spike up a little bit too for him. Um, hit a monster home run in Chicago. Uh, so you
0: know that's that's a welcome sight for the Royals. Chuck, when you look at the team in general, obviously uh, things weren't going well for a pretty significant stretch there, three, four weeks, uh, where they just weren't playing the caliber of ball we're accustomed to seeing. Do you feel like what's going on the last week plus has kind of calmed people down a little bit uh, uh, among the fan base or are things starting to settle in back to normal? or What were your thoughts on, uh, on the direction here? Yeah, you know, Royals Twitter has certainly
1: quieted a little bit last week or so. Or maybe that's just because I've been muting too many people. I don't know. But uh, it, uh, it certainly has calmed down. It, it, uh, I think the thing that, that turned it around a little bit was uh, they got really hyped up for the, the three games against the Red Sox because there's a the first place team who's very talented, very gifted offensive lineup. And, and they really went into that series and played hard baseball, played Royals baseball. You know, made it several great defensive plays. Um, pretty good starting pitching. It just looked like the Royals team of, of the last two years, and and they carried that over into Chicago and won that series. And, you know, they've won three straight series now. They're going for four here against Minnesota, and that's kind of what they do. I mean, they, you know, they don't necessarily have to, you know, reel off 12 or 14 straight wins. It's just consistent baseball, win series, uh, and and they they figure they'll be fine, and and uh, that's what we've seen in the last week and. Uh, now if the offense continues to pick up, uh, you know, maybe they do go on a little bit of mini-streak here and, 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 you know, grill off six or seven in a row and, you know, maybe get into first place, although they're not exactly looking at the standings this early in the season. But uh, they have a general sense of where they are, and uh, uh, they knew the White Sox were at the top of the division. They wanted to go in and maybe not make a statement, but just say, hey, you know, we're still around here, guys. So they went and won two out of three there, and uh, you just seen
0: a better brand of baseball lately. Yep, Royals not going away anytime soon. Uh, still very much in the thick of it in the AL Central. want to thank Jeffrey Flanagan for joining us to talk about all that. We'll continue to catch up with him each week during the regular season. Thank you all for tuning in. This is at MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition.